Before we get started with the show, we need to speak about an up-and-coming Philadelphia musician and upcoming guest on Digging in the Dome, Ryan Gilfillian. Since he was 17 and still now at 30 years old, Ryan has been in a wheelchair. Without getting into all the gritty details, he desperately needs help to get a new wheelchair and is looking for some help. Go to the GoFundMe link in our description, or right here, and donate to help Ryan out. It's a great cause. Go help this very talented young fella out. Also, stay tuned during our podcast for a word from one of our wonderful sponsors, Hardeen Premier Cannabis, and a promo for the Dope Nostalgia Podcast with Naomi Carmack. This next episode was really fun, even though we were down one host. Enjoy our interview with Chris Sorrentino and John Zaluga of the Super Live Adventure Podcast. Welcome to Digging hey. the Dome. I'm only one half of the dome because the other part of my brain is uh, busy getting shit on by his new kid, which is great. <laughs> um, so I get the pleasure, not him. He may, if he pops in here, he might, you never know. But I get the pleasure of talking to two really cool guys. I get um, my friend here, Chris yep. Sorrentino. And John, I'm going to butcher your last name. So you're going to have to say it for me. Zaluga. Oh, good job. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. And I got no, a bell too. No one says it right. Yeah, we always have bells ready. I know. No one says my last name right, including myself. Well, that's good. Yeah. Every every now and then, if I ever run into a Polish person, I'm always like, "Can you say my last name?" And they say it real cool, but that's not how I say it. No, no. You. you, Yeah. How do you say it? I say Saluga. Some people either drop the Z or they drop the S. I'm cool with either. It's supposed to be more like Shaluga. Ah, yeah, which is pretty neat. But that's, you know, my Polish family decided to change the pronunciation and not the spelling, which is a very Polish thing to do. (laughs) And and Mr. Sorrentino, obviously an Irishman yeah, with a (laughs) Sorrentino last name. (laughs) He he is a bit. I'm Uh, I'm actually half Irish. Yeah. No shit. Really? Uh, You look like every uh, every uncle I've ever seen at 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 a party, a family party. (laughs) <laughs> you look like every relative I have. That's what they told me in jail. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Speak of the devil. I can't believe it. He made it. He's All here. Right. Look at this. Oh, oh. surprisingly. I, so, Kevin, there you are. Congrats. Hey, congrats. I was just telling them that you were getting shit on by your kid. That's why you weren't joining us today. But here you are. I'm, yeah, I'm dead serious. I had to jump in and say hello. Um, yes. My kid. My kid literally just pissed down the entire wall while my girlfriend was changing it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. There you go. So it's, it's a boy, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he literally turned sideways on his changing table and arced one all the way down the wall. So that's magnificent. That's that's pretty great, man. That was I, I, thought you, I thought you gentlemen would appreciate that. And uh, yeah. you're, in, you're, in, you're in good hands with my co-host here. Yes, Have thank Merry you, man. Christmas. Good. Yes, you too. Congratulations, you. Yeah, dude. Man. Why is it? Why are you dressed like you're about to rob a place? You're not that desperate for money, right? Um, I can get yes. a few dollars. First of all, first of all, yes, I am. <laughs> and secondly, I always dress like this. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's very dark. Like you're about to go. Yeah. Right. You know. 
Gentlemen, enjoy en- enjoy your time on digging the dome. It's a pleasure. Thank yeah. you, Kevin. Thank you. Good dude. luck. Good, good, yeah. good luck cleaning up your piss. Wear a slicker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. Pretend like you're going to a Gallagher concert. They're exactly. one of the punches. <laughs> My plastic exactly. sheeting. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna go see Shamu. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Later, gentlemen. Hi, dude. Take it yeah. easy. Wow, oh, that was nice of him to stop by. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. So well, welcome anyway. Again, uh, welcome Thank to the you. welcome to the program. Um, you know, it's great because we've actually had we I feel like we're doing a run of like all kinds of great and practical joker people. We had Jiggy on, you know, Jiggy. I do uh, know Jiggy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, the amount of like Staten Island talent is insane. Like you guys are like <laughs> prolific. I, Staten Island's the place to be, man. I got Jiggy. I had Casey Jost on. Yes. Um, it's it's crazy. Like, so you guys all like grow up together or something like that? How did this? Well, no, Jiggy's not. Jiggy's not one of us. Oh, he's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's not oh, that's, great. that's very funny. That's great. He's not. I mean, Chris and I are Staten Island. I was just talking to um, Mike Fenoya, who's not from Staten Island, but he's a comedian on the show. Oh, opens for the guys. It, I was talking to him about. He was just in a situation where he was hanging out with like Jay Miller mm-hmm. and Murr and uh, it's like and James Harris, JF Harris, mm-hmm. and he like forgot the Staten Island connection. And I was like, yeah, for me. Um, Jay Miller used to do a show on Staten Island called Mid Evenings with Jay Miller, and it was like a talk show at the back of a bar. Started mm-hmm. at a bar called Martini Red, and he had a meeting where he asked like different comedians from like the neighborhood to kind of come in and pitch ideas. Mm-hmm. I pitched an idea, and he shot it down immediately. He hated it, and, <laughs> and after I left the meeting, J.F. Harris, uh, who I didn't know that well at the time, but he like went to high school with my brother, like all very local Staten Island. He grabbed me and he was like, hey, I like that idea. We should do it. And I was like, well, Jay didn't Jay didn't like it. He's like, "Ah, he'll like it when he sees it. And we went to Manhattan and we shot this thing. And then after we shot it, showed it to Jay and he liked it. And it got it got on the show. And that was kind of my that's I felt like that's when I really started working with that crew, because Jeff Sellers, who's the director of photography, was doing camera work for that show. Sal was involved with that show. I mean, this is before Impractical Jokers. Uh, Tim Duffy, who works for Comedy Central now. So it's like just through comedy, kind of in my mid to late 20s, I started meeting a lot of people that were also doing it. And we're all really fortunate that we all ended up kind of working yeah, in, in some capacity and a lot of us on Jokers. I mean, there's a huge Staten Island connection, even just members of the crew. I mean, it extends beyond writers and, and stuff. There's it, yeah, it's what it's maybe the yeah. only place where it's a benefit to come from Staten Island. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah, it's right? nuts. That yeah. and the mafia. What? Well, that's yeah. really yeah. the only <laughs> the only place it's going to work for you. No <laughs> Yeah, there's two things: could be an impractical joker or in La Costa Nostra. That's yeah, your, exactly. Choices. So I see that, Chris. I see like a like I said when you were walking away before you started um, um, yelling at your microphone. That you have a very, <laughs> very like. There's a lot of movie stuff behind you. So are you like a big movie guy? Like, is that? Oh is yeah, yeah. This, huge yeah, movie this guy? is yeah. We're in my office. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm huge. Uh, man, you between seventy five and ninety four. That's yeah. My time. You've that's had, my time. That's all your all your I stuff. I need much before or after. Some, yeah. but not much. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm I'm a big I'm a big movie guy. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm a freelance artist, but I spend most of my time not drawing for clients, but I, I draw 
uh, I have this crazy obsession that I'm turning into a book soon, actually, mm-hmm. where I'm drawing. It's co- it's called Real Ghostbusters, R E E L Ghostbusters, where I'm okay. drawing the Ghostbusters from the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, R E A L, in scenes from the from the movie. Oh wow! The first movie, yeah, that's like my weird really passion cool. project uh, outside of 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 this. That's what I spend most of my time doing. Now, so you said you you, were, you just mentioned. Did you you obviously as a Ghostbusters fan, you had to have gone and seen the new one? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I saw it twice, and uh, for the record, the second time was because I, I I saw it for free. I didn't pay for it. Right, so you didn't like it. I didn't love it. No, it's not a bad movie. It's not my Ghostbusters movie. So if you're going to rank the Ghostbusters movies, because you have the first one, the second one with uh, Eagle. Yeah. And then you've got, uh, you know, the the girl Ghostbusters. And then this one, what's what's your order of best to worst? Honestly? Yes. Order they came out. Oh, really? So one, two, three. And then this this last one is the last in the in the mix, huh? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I don't know. It might be a tie with the 2016 one. That's a good question because I didn't ask you about the 2016 one and yeah. as far as like ranking. Well, it's not canon, right? So you wouldn't like necessarily consider it as a part of like the continuation of the story. It's just the this 20- other separate standalone thing that kind of occurred. Both, both in my opinion. The 2016 oh, really? okay. one, yeah, by by most people's standards, they'll tell you that that's – well, I mean, of course, that's not continuity, but they'll tell you that the afterlife is. I don't think it is. I think it's another possible – um uh, you know, con- continuity after the second movie. In my honest opinion, uh, I'll make it quick and then we can get off. No, no. I'm sure Please. not everybody wants to hear about Ghostbusters. But uh, <laughs> you got Ghostbusters 1 and 2, written by Aykroyd and Ramis, directed by Ivan Reitman. That's mm-hmm. definity. That's like George yeah. Lucas Star Wars. Wars. Once right. you deviate from that, it kind of, the canon gets slippery for me. That's sure. how I feel with this movie. It was written by Jason Reitman and Gil mm-hmm. Keen, I think. Uh, uh, directed by Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman, great guy, great director. Really yeah. nice guy. He actually retweeted some of my artwork, some of that real Ghostbusters oh, artwork. Right. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah, I was pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, but um, it, it's just, it's not, it doesn't feel like, I'm not even going to say too much because John didn't see the movie. Um, oh, this probably didn't all, yeah. Honestly, all right, this is this is when I walk out of a, a Ghostbusters movie, I feel happy right. and I'm excited. I'm like, they save the day. They yes. save the day. Yes. This movie, you walk out, it's very morose. It's very oh, and sad. Yeah, depressing, depressing at the Fucking end. Fucking depressed. Short twice, yeah. I don't need to ever see it again. That's a I didn't see it yet. And you know what I asked him right away? I was my first question was I said, Is it a comedy? And he responded, No. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's a Ghostbusters movie, but for me, those original two movies, and I love the first one, you know. There's some jokes. Guardians of the Galaxy is more of a comedy movie than Ghostbusters Afterlife. I, I, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Right. There is a lot. There is. It's a, it's a heavy movie. Um, I have seen it. And, you know, again, I, I, um, I took my daughter to go see it. She loved it, obviously, because, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid Ghostbusters, they, they think that's kind of cool. And but there's definitely I, I got some, no problem with that. I like the cast, actually. Yeah, the I cast is the very cast. good. Yeah. My, my problem was with uh, some of the, the, the characters motivations. 
Yeah. Okay. I got without you. spoiling stuff and just for, certain, for John, certain yeah. things didn't ring true to me as a guy who's obsessed with Ghostbusters over the past thirty seven years. I'm forty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this, the Ghostbusters is my jam. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I right. Mean? Right like, on. Yeah. This it's is your my. Thing. My yo, like I, I legit, like I told you, this is like a draw for a passion. I fucking, I built a, a proton pack. I have a fucking you ectomobile. <laughs> yeah, I brought it from an Anovos kit. Like his company that makes, makes props, kits, and I, yeah, it was a better part of a grand cost from total to Jesus. Yeah. Chris drives a he drives a cube. Nissan <laughs> Cube that's straight out. Like a Ghostbusters vehicle, which is like the modern day Ecto. It is what they would drive, I think. For like, it's oh, well, who could afford a fifty-nine Cadillac ambulance? <laughs> you had a wrap on it with the with the with the logo at least. Yeah, the, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of it. It's all decked, it's all decked out. I mean, you can't miss it. Like going oh. down the street. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a light on the top. Yeah, the people like yeah, people are like oh, it's that fucking fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> no yeah it's 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 borderline dumb but oh uh, no not at all well because you know what there's certain things like that i gotta keep real i'm not kidding like i said goes is my jam like yeah. i have to keep it real and i always promised myself when i was older and i could afford such things i would have a proton pack and an ectomobile by hook or by crook obviously like i can't afford a fucking 59 cadillac ambulance right now yeah but you know i could Make a car into an Ecto One. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, dude, look at that thing! Yeah, it does have the fucking thing on the. Move it to the. Move it this way. This way. Oh, no, nope, other way. Right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> look at that. That's in front. Yeah, dude. Yeah, if you ever That's... see that zipping around Staten Island, you're like, there he goes. Oh, believable. All right. So, uh, like, all right. I have so many questions, uh, but uh, because you have so many other like movie things in the background, like, do you have like? Uh, 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 like a, a, a whip from it, it, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do you have a yeah. hat? You, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Up there. Well, it's yep. I got a lot of Christmas presents stacked here too in the office, okay. so you can't see. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah by that Raiders poster yonder. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there's mm-hmm. I have like um <laughs> styrofoam heads, and on it, it's like an indie hat with a whip, oh, a Darth man. Vader full helmet, and uh, Jake Blue's sunglasses and hat. Chris, Chris went through a period as a teenager where he wore the Indiana Jones hat and carried the whip. Like he'd go to the Staten Island Mall dressed like that. And stuff yeah, and so whipping things. Are <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah, I'm a complete maniac. Friend, and I remember a friend telling me that he he remembers watching Chris's parents look at him from the house while he was like playing with the weapon, <laughs> and you could tell they just didn't know what the fuck to do with. Him. No, <laughs> they were. I also yeah. I, in my in my spare time I also do a uh, a lot of um like John Belushi cosplay. Oh yeah, because oh. that's me me with Aykroyd. Oh wow, wow, yeah, I that's do awesome. Thanks. You say baby yeah, Belushi? Is that what it says? Yeah, baby Belushi. <laughs> you saw baby Belushi? That's me, baby <laughs> Belushi. Yeah, on Instagram, look for me, that's, baby Belushi, baby. That's fan. Fantastic. Thank you, man. Now, yeah. now you, so yeah, look at you, dude. Oh my God. Wow. You really do. He does it yeah, like, he got that yeah. from so many people. He got that. And also 
when he first met Aykroyd and Carrie Fisher, he wasn't doing any kind of cosplay, and they both oh, they both lost their mind. Commented yeah. on it. A- Aykroyd sure. saw him and right away said, "You look like an old friend of mine." That was the first thing That's that he said. crazy. Yeah, and Carrie yeah. Fisher just kept cracking up. She's like, "You look like John." Uh, like kids kept dying. Yeah. I'm also, a big Star Wars guy. I do the Star Wars conventions. Like I, I collect sure. a lot of Star Wars autographs. I'm dude. I'm your quintessential nerd. I'm I'm your I'm your Renaissance nerd. I love it. <laughs> I got my hands in everything. I play a weekly D and D game. I'm like, in, Dude, I'm in everything. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. So you actually, a so monthly one. You really, you really. Oh, wow, man. Uh, so you, this is a, like an interesting mix of people here. So you've got you're you've definitely got a lot going on. All kinds of movie stuff. Total movie buff. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, artist. You. I know that you're. You guys both, I believe, right. But John. Um, a lot of writing, right? I see the piano behind you. Obviously, you guys are, you said you were in a band. Very interested in that. Like, Oh, what? yeah. I'm in a Staten Island jug band, the Wahoo Skiffle Crazies. <laughs> yeah, I actually play the jug. I'm, I'm your titular jug player. Are you in this jug band playing piano or another jug or? Me? No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm a fan of the jug band. Music for me is just. My jugs. I, I don't I don't I'm not an expert on on any instrument. I play I can fake a few things. It's just more like for my own enjoyment. Just for yeah. just for just to play, just for fun. Just to play but, just for fun. Yeah, that's it. So you you kind of again, I'm sure you get this, you kind of look like adult Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, uh, I look like kid Macaulay Culkin too. We're the same age. So I my whole <laughs> life. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> So probably, yeah, picture wise, you probably looked yeah. Sim- kids, very tired looking adults. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emilio oh, Estevez, yeah, he gets a lot. I oh, guess. yeah, dude. I, yeah, Emilio Estevez. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely see that too. Totally. Yes. I've gotten that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so after he, he, he taped that kid's butt cheeks together. <laughs> oh, well. Definitely. Like, I mean, if you're totally carrying, if you're, if you're Indiana Jonesing around yeah. the fucking neighborhood with a whip and a, and a hat, I, he's got to lean into the. Yeah, even butt cheeks together. Come on, (laughs) (laughs) you guys gonna be buddies, (laughs) butt buddies. (laughs) Wow, lots of news. So, 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 John, like from your, you obviously, guys both were in Impractical Jokers or are in Impractical Jokers and and are in that kind of like that universe. What I mean, the Staten Island connection, obviously. So, do you do a lot of the writing in it, or and producing, or like? Because I see, like, you've, there's there's you have film credits. There's a couple of things. There's a, a movie. Oh God, was, of course, it just my thing is out of, out of here. My notes on you. Let me find out. I mean, I I've been on the show, but I, for the last six years now. So since season five, I've been a writer, producer on the show. Is that what you prefer to do? I asked kind of asked the same question to. Um, uh, to to Casey because I was like, do you prefer being on the screen or do you before the, or behind the camera? Like, is is there? Oh, a- that's a good point. I mean, I I would think Casey loves being on camera more than I do. I know that for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I was doing stand up, honestly, the goal for me at the time was, you know, I I did stand up as a way to get my ideas out there and meet other people in the community. But the whole time, I was hoping somebody would think I was funny and they would ask me to write for them because. I don't enjoy being in the spotlight. I don't enjoy being on camera. I've done it. And when it goes well, it's one thing, but I I do prefer to be behind the scenes. So yeah, most on that show, um, I'm mostly coming up with all the different things that they're doing Mm -hmm. there. And when they throw me on, it's very cool. But oftentimes I don't get to be funny when I'm on the show. Oh, you'd be a straight guy. Um, I, yeah, they, they, 
Uh, one thing that they kind of, I, I know one of the things the guys love about me is that I, it's very hard from, they can't really break me on camera. I'm very good at keeping a straight face. And on that show, because it's hidden camera and they're dealing with the public, mm-hmm. they really like having somebody that can be in the room, play it real. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to ham it up. I'm not trying to steal the spotlight. I'm not trying to be funny. So I'm a good, just straight kind of supporting character, but they make it really hard. Because, because it becomes shit, yeah. like a challenge for them to try to break me. So there, there's a bunch of stuff that doesn't make it into the final cut where they're they're making Emilio Estevez jokes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're, I mean, the whole time you're out there, it's very weird because you're kind of half in reality and half out. Like you're in a room with strangers and, and people, but you know there's cameras on you. And then in your ear, you hear the guys saying all kinds of crazy stuff and like laughing at you. So it's... Right. Trying They're to to doing it all the time. I don't do it that often. So it's uh, it's it's very hard to talk to somebody while somebody's cackling in your ear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can imagine and it's distracting you. And I've definitely been like rude to people in the room where they think I just ignored them or didn't hear them. But the reality is it's like I'm listening to yeah, I'm listening yeah. to one of the guys in the back because I can't do two things at once. I'm not a multitasker. So it's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about you, Chris? So like, uh, um, what about you? Do you, do you, are you more of like, you seem to be for all the reasons that we've already established in the first several minutes of this conversation, you seem oh, yeah. to be the guy that's going to be no. out there. Be yeah, the I'm a whore. I'm a yeah, well, I wasn't going to say uh, that. No. <laughs> no. All right. So when John and I met, this is like 97. Yeah. All right. He's he. Well, we didn't meet yet. He had seen a video that through a mutual friend of me and in and, and a Taco Bell dancing to Ghostbusters is playing the song while uh, I'm pulling down my pants and squirting hot sauce all over my ass. And- <laughs> With families running out of the room. Yeah, We had a mutual friend that saw, I was doing stuff on public access and a mutual friend of ours saw that. And immediately he came to me and he handed me a tape and was like, my friend does stuff, too. You should get him on television. Wait, hold up real quick. Do you think that family saw Ghostbusters Afterlife and they were like, remember that? Oh, they definitely. Of course they did. (laughs) Ghostbusters for them. I ruined Ghostbusters for them. Yes. Yes, and Taco Bell. Both and Taco yeah. Bell. Well, yeah. Taco Bell Did ruined it. itself. Let's <laughs> let's get that straight. Yeah, that's fair. No. That is fair. It, no, but- Taco Bell is not exactly the quality. I mean, it was never. I would never kind of classify as a quality establishment, but they did. No, I, it does seem like the, it's going downhill, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. bummer. Mop Water Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, so yeah, first time I saw Chris was on VHS. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we, we hit it off, but it was more like he wanted to be behind the camera and me in front of the camera and that worked. But then I would get him out sometimes and he'd, he'd be wearing a mask. He'd be doing very small bit parts. And mm-hmm. then, you know, at some point I broke his hole and he's, you know, and, 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 and we started doing <laughs> more like partnership sketch comedy stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's always that wonderful time when you break your friend's hole. That's, <laughs> I know. Right? Magical time, that magical moment. When it a magical broken hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because in, in, in a similar way, um, I started. Uh, so I was I did broadcasting before um, and I loved it. And then I got like into like, you know, what you would consider to be like your traditional type normal job stuff. And um, I kind of and we were and Kevin um, and I have been in bands for like you know, our whole life. But we were in a band together for like 17 years. What so kind of, what, what, what kind of stuff? 
uh, hip hop fusion hip hop. So it's like, no um, shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. We we you know we it was the, it's the age old story. We were in a band, uh, we got a record deal, but we broke up, and then we got back together. The redemption story and played some more music together, but we were mm-hmm. too old. So you know, but we we. <laughs> We enjoy, we enjoy, um, and we got, you know, we've got music on iTunes and stuff like that. You could check out and, and it's, it, we, we're, but when we, when the pandemic hit, I had been like wanting to get back into doing something like this, where I'd be able to talk to people. And, you know, I just missed that element of, of being able to connect with people and, and, um, and, totally. and, and, and yeah. make, and make each other laugh. Like, so mm-hmm. he, I dragged him into it and then broke his hole. And now, you know, <laughs> years later. Uh, years later we're, we're we're still doing it you guys have been doing it for a while like are you guys uh three or four years in into super live oh in- no try oh, like nine going nine nine yeah i could have sworn that i saw <laughs> season three when i was oh yeah it's season three okay. <laughs> what the hell is that is you have fucking four four year long seasons what's going on our regular listeners will appreciate that so the uh season one judging. is how many episodes chris 300 episodes. <laughs> Did you do one every day? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pretty much. You can now listen to us once a day. If you can put all of our magnificent. combined recordings right now with specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell, if you want to add our, our, our Patreon group. Oh, I will put, club, trust me. You want to put. You will see all this stuff. I always promote the shit out of the people that. Oh, I yeah. No. Oh, thank you. Before. No, yeah, I don't we, even mean that. I mean, like, if you add in also the little Chub Club. Oh, the Patreon stuff that, that you've we done. Do, oh, okay. Yeah. You could like episodes now. Yeah. There's a lot of content out there. You could That's like great. listen to us every day for over a year now if you want to. It's That's amazing. Now, no, guys, I appreciate the plug stuff, too. I don't oh, even no, mean it like that. Yeah. We never we never thought about doing seasons. And then um, it was actually the pandemic where. It almost like killed the show because we never did it remotely. We never did oh, it. Over yeah. Time. Yeah. Chris works in a hospital. We weren't getting together mm-hmm. and we we're trying to do the online stuff and we we're having all kinds of technical issues. So we took like a long break mm-hmm. and we finally decided like, yeah, that's the opportunity to do like a new season. And I would tell any new listener to listen to the most recent episode or listen to like, you know, season two. Season two is really like kind of at the start of that pandemic stuff where we started figuring things out and I'll, right. I'll always have a lot of love. 300 episodes is when we figured it out. Yes. We, we figured we it out guys. <laughs> when we broke that hole, guys, <laughs> another hole broken, many broken holes. <laughs> I think Chris would agree. It's like, it's a, it's a different, it's a different show. No, it's a different like, show. I, it's why? Why would you say it's different. It's it's definitely it's definitely more structured and planned yeah, out. I mean, we, yes. would, we would have very long rambling episodes and and even it, from inception, it was it was it's called Super Live Adventure because every episode was live. Yeah, at, at a bar Sal Volcano owned, mm-hmm. we would hang out there and talk live in front of a group of people. We'd be like on a stage in a bar, right? And it was we we would record for like nights and not even put out episodes sure. we yeah. just banked episodes and like mm-hmm. re- released them like six months later there, it was, was more no, like a live show type of a thing yeah there was no there was no real plan for it where now we kind of like i i feel like we have it figured out yeah it's interesting because <laughs> yeah. like like i oh sorry go ahead you were saying no no it's fine it was just it was a very organic thing for us that's all yeah. Yeah, for, for for me, like I had to start because again, I come with a background of of doing like doing radio prior prior to doing this, 
I, and, and I have OCD, so I had to have structure or I would have lost my, my fucking mind. Like I had to have yeah, like, so we have segmented bits. So we have everything is segmented. Like we've got specific, like, I don't call it signature bits. Cause mostly of anything that you do is someone else is doing it too, or has done it. But um, the one thing that I'm, I'm most proud of, we have something called the topic randomizer. And it's basically just this, it's, it's a wheel that you spin and then it makes you do and say horrible things or remember horrible things about your past. Like it's embarrassing as shit, dude. Like, I, like it's, dr- it's dredged up so many terrible things that I thought that I forgotten in childhood. It's like the worst kind of therapy you've ever had in your life. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And we dread it. We're like, can we just skip it this week? We don't want to have to do it, but we always draft. We have drafts for things and stuff like that. So you say structure. I, I like the commitment. Yeah, well, we just like I like to have like things to be able to talk about because we like to be able to bounce things back and forth. Um, but you guys mentioned structure too. Like one of the things that I saw that you guys had was something called uh, the Chubby Awards. Um, what what are the Chubbies? Tell me about the Chubbies. We did it. We did it once. We did it for the two hundredth episode, and it was uh, we let our Patreon group kind of vote for different categories, and it was like the best guest. Uh huh. Um, the uh, guest. Sexiest, sexiest guest. guest. Yeah, we had all these different categories. Right. And you know, it was it wasn't the plan, but it we did it live at a comic book shop on Staten Island, J uh JHU on Staten Island, and it ended up being more of like a roast of the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. It was really great. I mean, it was Chris and I got to kind of just like hang back and let people like uh you know, Tim Duffy and Jay Miller. And uh, Laura Williams, who does the show with us, like a bunch of people come on and just <laughs> like Chris Vert, you know, re- regulars on our show just kind of came on and they were sort of presenters of the awards. But it, mm-hmm. it was it, it ended up being more of a roast without calling it a roast. And it was great. We made like really nice awards for that, too. Oh, yeah, they were bells. No, this is one. This is. Yeah, we gave ourselves. Right. We the, got the drunkiest. We got drunk. <laughs> For the first two hundred episodes, yeah, we 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 sometimes get real, real out of sorts. Yeah, real, drunk, real fucked up. Yeah, used yeah. to more. I mean, that was yeah, used to more. But regular, talk about those early episodes. That was they all ended the same oh, way. Man. It's just yeah. funny. There's like a funny thing that happens in some of our shows. Not all of them, but some of them where, like, this guy and I will get together and we're together like six hours bullshitting, but we only recorded 45 minutes of it. <laughs> so there are times like we're talking and it's like, oh, I gotta take a piss. I'll be right back. And you're like, like you, you, all of a sudden you come back just smashed. That's and great. like, what the What happened? Fuck? What did you do? You have like a fucking, are you doing keg stands in your bathroom? What's going Pretty on? Much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Well, yo, one of, <laughs> one of our sponsors. Into like two hours of us hanging out. Yeah, which is oh, yeah, right. For, it's, it's the whole like, night. Forward in time. That's fantastic. <laughs> One of our, our, our sponsors, DarthDabs.com. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they send us bongs on the regular and like, oh, yeah. Oh, Hell yeah, dude. So like, it's encouraged. That's what we ring a bell. Every time we have a new, uh, have a new beer uh-huh. or a new drink, we uh-huh. ring a bell. And it was originally so listeners could like drink along with us. With you, right. And also, Makes like sense. I said, we were recording live at a bar. It was kind of like, Call a new drink in, yeah, ring exactly. the bell, yeah. and but the bartender also, would ring it up. and they'll bring it, yeah. 
He was also letting the listeners know because the bartender would keep filling our drink in those early episodes and there was yeah. no and it was just we would fall apart. So for the <laughs> listeners, when you heard the bell ring like 10 times, you knew oh, what would happen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you dude, sometimes, yeah. Like, sometimes it's like a Ukrainian Christmas carol. It's just nothing but <laughs> oh. bells. You're like, this is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's funny, too, when you do get that. And I've only had I mean, because we of course, we, we get down on the show, too. But like. It, uh, there's only been a couple of times where I've completely derailed. Like, I got, and you just said, ah, um, like, I remember we were drafting some, I can't remember what we were drafting and I drafted, it, 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 I just drafted Steve. Like it, there was no Steve. Steve. <laughs> I just drafted some like Steve, like Steve, <laughs> who the fuck is Steve? I'm like, I don't know, Steve. <laughs> it came Sounds a bit like of a, a good guy to me. Yeah. Steve's all right. <laughs> why he deserves to be drafted. Fuck you, man. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Why not? Steve. Uh, our, our show. I mean, it used to be a lot sloppier, but we, we branded it. In. <laughs> yeah. I've, I'm like on a two month break from smoking in general. We kind of have rules about drinking now and it's there, there, there's rules to the show. Not even like things we really talk about. Right, Chris. But like, even for you, it's smoking. It's like we try to get the first half hour. We try to just kind of improvise a conversation with each other. Yeah, that's, that's basically time. And that's then we the structure right there. <laughs> yeah, we have listeners now that call every week. Mm-hmm. So it's it's usually the time to smoke is when we jump to the voicemails. That's when right. it's kind of like, OK, because now there's something to kind of bounce off of. And right, because they're going to give you like something to talk about. They have a question or something like that. You guys can riff on it and. And just yeah, so accordingly, there, there are like weird, you know, sort of unwritten rules that we have now to the yeah. show. That's, that's where it's a little. Also, that, that, and that second half that so like you're talking about structure. That's that's literally the structure. It's like, all right, first first fucking half or whatever. We just bullshit. We don't right. really we if we come in with something, it's like. Like he'll text me, I'll text him. Like, oh my god, I got something so funny to tell you. I'll wait for the show. But like we don't go in plan. Yeah, and yeah, we don't listen like, to the voicemails in advance either. Everything. Yeah. Are you just yeah, getting it cold? So you guys are everything's in improv. It. Yeah, that's good. It's better that way. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that too. Like I don't like um like I'll put myself like especially for like the things that we're doing um like sometimes you have to like at least see something. So as an example, one of the bits that we have on the show is called headlines, where we take it's basically clickbait. And without clicking into it, we have to just basically speculate on what the headline could possibly be about. But that's what we kind of do that. Um, same as, yeah, yeah, like I said, like all these are all the movie that- reviews. Oh, OK. Yeah. So we have yeah. a, a, a listener, a member of Little Chub Club, uh, Little Eddie. He calls <laughs> in and gives his movie review. <laughs> he just says he'll say the title. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right. And he either says, I liked it. Or I didn't like it, but it's in the it, like the inflection. It's the way the inflection, the way he says it. it yeah, it could be like I liked it, or eh, I liked it. That is all. That's the whole review. But but he, the thing is, too, he strives to see every single now every single movie, every like Academy Awards. He sees every movie, like down to like. Best, uh, you know, best puppets, like whatever. When when it comes, that's true. The Academy Awards, he sees every single movie nominated. So foreign film, animated short, like whole thing. He goes on a mission. So So he's the guy. Yeah. And listeners have come to really trust his reviews. Oh, his reviews are solid. As I like, I didn't like it. But he'll so he'll call in with these movies you have never heard of, and we do the same thing. It's like. Oh, yeah. that one? Yeah, that's about, you know, that Russian scientist. You know, <laughs> like, we'll just go off on a whole thing. It's great. Just like, just a, something to like, kind of, again, just like the voicemails, like you said, something to jump off on. 
where you guys could just go. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So you could get a little stoned for that. Also, yeah. we in, in between that, sometimes we'll do uh, an advertisement for mm-hmm. one of our sponsors, eggdumpsoup.com. Egg, egg, we say egg what? Eggdumpsoup.com. Oh, right on. Egg dump soup. <laughs> Mysterious. We don't, we don't really explain it on the show anymore. Yeah. It's, really, got, it's got. I got. I got questions. I don't know what. What, what the hell is egg dump soup? It. I. God. I don't even remember how far back it goes, but it was something we left. We made up on the, on an episode, and then we kind of just said to the listeners, like, if anybody buys that domain, yeah, we'll plug we'll it for plug life. that website till the end, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Being. And a guy did. Yeah. No way. It's yeah. Great. It's, yeah. Barely, it's barely a website, but we gave our words. So every single episode <laughs> to promote eggdumpsuit.com, which if you go to it, there's like really almost nothing to it. You can't do anything. You can't buy anything. No. It must be so it's like a GeoCities account. They're like, what the, f- what the fuck is this? I, how can I yeah. support you? I don't know what this is supposed to be. I have to buy something. It's not. <laughs> Well, we said we were going to do it, and it's yeah, we have we we do it. I appreciate the commitment. On the Digging in the Dome podcast, we support organizations and people who work to make the world a better place. One of our favorite guests, unofficial third mic and good friend DJ Bonix, has made the move out to Las Vegas to continue his amazing music career. When he isn't touring around the world with Wiz Khalifa, he is helping the patrons of Hardeen Premium Cannabis Dispensary. Located at 2900 East Desert Inn Road, Hardeen is just a few minutes away from the Vegas Strip and was voted the best dispensary in Las Vegas. This exquisite, world-class dispensary offers top-shelf customer service and a wide selection of the highest quality cannabis products to choose from. Hardeen is the place to see and be seen in Las Vegas. It's a place where high-profile celebrities, Las Vegas locals, and many tourists convene together to get the VIP treatment. VIP as in very indulgent pot smoker. I just made that up. Take that, every improv troupe that rejected me because I was too short. What did that even mean? Anyway, go to HardeenLasVegas.com, check them out, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Hardeen Vegas, that's J-A-R-D-I-N Vegas, or on Twitter at Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. And obviously, go visit their store located at 2900 East Desert Inn Road in Las Vegas to see their amazing selection and support our pal and third Mike, DJ Bonix. Make sure you tell them Digging in the Dome sent you. Hardeen Premium Cannabis, the finest cannabis establishment in Las Vegas. All right, now let's get back to the show. We 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 just bust one out, mostly improvised, but some of them we'll we'll actually produce. Well, mm-hmm. we'll do like an actual like song, like John will play, and like okay. we're usually yeah. both singing. Sometimes he'll sing, sometimes I'll sing, sometimes we're singing together. It's completely insane stuff. That's great. It's funny. Yeah. So, now you mentioned um, John. You mentioned stand up. Like so, you you did stand up or, or do stand up. Which are, are you done? Like, do you not like you mentioned not being in front of the camera, which I would assume that also means like getting in front of crowds. Maybe is not necessarily the, your favorite thing in the world to do, but sometimes people are weird like that. Some people that I've talked to have, or that we've talked to, I should say, have, have said, you know, like getting in front of getting in the camera to your point, like I can't kind of be natural. Being on stage is way more natural for people and they like it better. And I think yeah. Jiggy was saying something like that when we were talking to him. I, 
Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I'd rather, I definitely would rather get on stage. I'd, I'd rather be in a live situation than have a camera on me for sure. But even that was something that I, I mean, and Chris can vouch for this. I used to get, I was like physically ill before every performance. There was, as a rule, I just, I wouldn't eat till I performed and then I would be starving after because I used to get sick. I'd be backstage. Yeah. Literally like vomiting in a bathroom. So, wow. It was like a thing that I had to kind of force myself to do and overcome. I mean, I, I wrote stand up when I was like 20 and I didn't perform it until I was 26. Like I just sat on it. I had all this anxiety. Um, it is something that I love and I've been craving it now. And like during the pandemic, it's been hard. Um, you know, the, the, sh- uh, the short version of the story is like, I've been on jokers for six years. Mm-hmm. My son is about to turn five. So like, I kind of got that job and then had a kid and then had another kid. And right. if I was doing stand up every night. I just wouldn't see my kids. Right. And I, but I justified it. Cause I was like, well, I'm doing comedy during the day. I do the mm-hmm. podcast once a week. And that's like, that's enough. Um, it's been harder to make the show during this time you know a hidden camera sure, show sure. during a pandemic is yeah yeah extremely difficult yes, you have, you have, you have <laughs> hidden, hidden people you have no one to, to, to there's no people around <laughs> it's hard yeah. and, and yeah. so i've done i've done some stand-up but not a lot and i think about getting back into it and it's but also you know my kids are at an age where they can't get vaccinated and mm-hmm. it's just it's a it's every, everything is uh it's it's a little bit trickier right now but that's something that i think um Especially if, you know, if and when Jokers comes to an end or I'm not involved with it anymore, I you definitely want to get it. on stage more because it's just yeah. it's it's the best way to kind of get my thoughts out there and get an immediate re- response. response. Yeah. Me. And I do a lot of writing on stage. I don't really write my stand up out. I kind of have bullet points of things I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And the only way I really know how to work is to bounce stuff off other people. So with stand up, it's off an audience. With jokers, if it's off the writer's room, uh, with the podcast and before the podcast, we used to do sketch. It was bouncing things off this guy. Yeah. Like that's just that's how I like to work. I don't work very well in a vacuum. That makes sense. You know? that, and that, that, you know, a lot of what we do is in a vacuum. It's very remote and stuff. So it's 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 been a little tricky for me. But yeah, I, I want to get on stage again more. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, and 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 I'm guessing you are so busy uh, playing the jugs. And uh, you're not Chris isn't uh, getting on stage and doing any kind of. No, I you know I was for a little bit with um, uh, my buddy Chris O'Brien. He was doing a show, um, Ghost Stories, out of Richmond Town. So I was doing that. You know Mike Bichetti? I've heard Mike. Yes, Bichetti. of course. Yeah, yeah. I was yes, doing right. it with him. He's great. Um, yeah, so like I would come on and play like a weird character. I'm more like a I'm 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 more like improv, do a character. I'm sure. not like a stand up dude. Right. Um, but like, yeah, I'll come in and do something weird. I was doing that. And then like up until February of 2020 and then boom, it all got, yeah. sh- everything got shut down. Um, uh, but once the pandemic started and I needed like to occupy my kids, I was kind of wanted to show them something. We started doing a weird YouTube show called fart party. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. It's like bad movie reviews. I and love like, it. Strange sketch comedy, but like with a dad and his two kids. So it's like it's completely clean. It's Mm -hmm. but it's really bizarre and strange. And we just watch bad movies and do like little skits and yeah, talk about it. It's real weird. That's awesome. You're you're teaching them young to to like be creative and funny, and that's really important. 
Yeah, well, yes, I like to shoot. Like, you know, when John and I met, we were both kind of like into like this video and film production. And then that's what we went on to go to college for. And we started taking a lot of classes together. And that's kind of when we started dating. But uh, we (laughs) were. It was was college for us. Yeah, we were recording each other. (laughs) Um, No, but like I I started showing that to my kids because like my kids are not. Look at their last name Sorrentino. Not playing basketball. They're not like you know what I mean. Like they're not like like. Let me show you how to do this. They got little stubby hands. Not playing guitars. Like right. You know, it's like do that or making pizzas. Or the two. Like that's their their their. Make a pizza or. Yeah. yeah, I can make the shit out of a pizza. By the way, uh, I'm sure you, you probably got the skills too. It's in the it's, yeah. in, the, it's in the DNA. You got it. Well, I really um, have one kid who doesn't eat pizza. Doesn't like it. Doesn't. Yeah, like kind of sauce. That's bananas. Why? No. Like, are you like? Do you try to like? What's up, man? Like, do you, do you talk? Know. Like, do they just say I don't like it. Like, yeah, he's, he's the biggest like, eater yeah. I've I've ever met. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. The, and the other kid will eat anything. He's great. No, he, he doesn't care. He he'll eat the pizza off the floor. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you have two kids, it's kind of like that. I got one that's a picky eater and one that's not like, you know, but uh, we kind of made headway with my old and my oldest one is the pickier eater. I, I would say. Yeah. That's how this is. What was yeah. your, what's your secret? What's your secret? Well, I, there was no secret to it. I just uh, like just slowly reintroduce things, uh, you know, be like just try this. And, you know, because she's 14, it's immediately no, because everything is no. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then like this guy's he, 12, it's kind of. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's on the precipice, man. Like, yeah. So I, I, the other day we were out to breakfast and she's like, let me try that bacon. I was like, because she didn't never. Oh, really? Down on bacon. All right. Never. Now it's like bacon. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's she ate a plate of bacon on Sunday and I'm not fucking kidding. Like an entire plate of it. She just crushed really? it. Yeah. Bad for her cholesterol, but I'm happy that she likes bacon now. Yeah. <laughs> wow, could you imagine going that long without bacon and finally discovering how like, good it what is? was I thinking? I she said it. She's like, this is delicious. I'm like, I told you. Why the fuck didn't you just listen to me in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. What, what about your kids? Are they pretty good eaters or John or your, or your kids? My kids yeah. My, my daughter yeah. is, the she won't, she doesn't really like vegetables. My son is, is he loves to eat. He's great. He doesn't like, he doesn't, he doesn't want eggs and he doesn't, he's not really into cheese. Okay. He'll come around on, but it's also like, all right, if that's the stuff you're not eating, it's fine. Cause he'll tell people his favorite vegetable is kale and he's four years old. Wow. So I'm yeah. like, you're, you're fine. Like if you don't want to eat cheese and you want to eat kale, I'm not, not going to way better for yeah. him. Yeah. And sister, the two year old, she loves seafood. Oh, like no if I, That's if great. I get sushi and I get like, like the cook stuff, like eel and stuff like yeah. she goes nuts for it. That's awesome. So that's like, that's like our thing together. She just like, she's crazy about seafood. So yeah, I'm very lucky that so far my kids are, are pretty good. My daughter can get better with the vegetables, but, but otherwise yeah. I think she'll come around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I did just from a, cause I, I got to ask, I got to go back to the, to the, the insane dungeon that's behind Chris. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I, what, <laughs> so if you had to pick yeah. uh, like a top three of your favorite movies, which is going to be hard for someone like you, who's got obviously like goes deep on movies. What are your top three favorite? Not in any particular, cause I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. I top three is hard. It's definitely good. It's definitely hard. I feel like- yeah, I feel like I could answer this for you. I want to see if uh, Ghostbusters, Caddyshack, 
that third slot's the, the the that the third slot's the tricky one. You're gonna mess them up because you got like Blues Star Brothers and, and yeah, Empire and Raiders and Jaws, Jaws. and yeah. Back to the Future and Gremlins. Like there's like solid favorites. That third one is where I have a problem. Yeah, but I think like the movies I've watched the most in my life. Yeah, are probably. Ghostbusters and Caddyshack, like those are my comfort movies. Yeah, they're two go tos forever. And if it's on, you're not turning it off. No, it sounds, yeah. it sounds like, but like not like because I think about that time period, and I'm a movie guy too. Like I think of like The Godfather, you know, Goodfellas, like movie. Yeah. I mean, Goodfellas maybe a little bit later, but like those kinds of movies when they're on, I that's it. I'm that's three hours gone. On. I'm done. Yeah, I know. Scarface. Like, oh, forget it. Yeah. yeah, I'm, not, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not turning that off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it stays on. No, it's weird. It's weird. You know what's weird? Because, all right, my, my, my guys, 10 and 12, big Simpsons fans. All right. And I want to introduce them to Goodfellas. Now, hear me out. I'm only thinking since you brought up. Um, I, 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 they've seen, dude, they've seen crazy shit. Like, but we, uh, but I train them in film, like, like right. watching, like we watch Pulp Fiction. Right. Oh. You know what I mean? Like they've watched, we just watched Joker. Like, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, yeah. so they've watched heavy shit. So, right. but because of the Simpsons, I was like, there's, there's a lot of good fellas reference. Oh my God. A ton. <laughs> ton. The Simpsons. Yeah. And I want them to see that. And then I want to follow it up. I want to watch. It's always two movies. I want to follow up Goodfellas with My Blue Heaven. Oh, so good! It's the same. It's the it's the Steve you know, Martin and Rick story, Moranis. It's the same, but it's the same. So it's just it's the same story of Henry Hill. Yeah, continued. Yeah, it's just like different. Now he's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And the writer. I mean, you got the husband and wife. Like it's the the writers are like yeah, the writer of the book. Yeah, wrote, Goodfellas. Uh, his wife wrote My Blue Heaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like, nuts. It, what, yeah, I mean, like, what a great, like, iconic classic movie, and what a great movie to show your kids. It, it's, it's, it's so funny. Steve Martin is so good in that movie. Oh, he's he's so, amazing. so funny in that movie. Maybe my one of my son, favorite performances. He's so funny. My so, older yeah. son, he's a big, uh, he's a big Steve Martin fan. We're watching uh, Only Murders in the Building. I, right I just now. started watching that. What do you think of it? It's, um, I love it, man. I'm almost yeah. done. I think there's two episodes left, but like. Me and my wife it. watched that thing. You haven't oh, seen it yet? Dude, you would love oh. it. It's, it's really good. Dude, really nuts. So the first, so real quick, just the first episode, something, and this is just, this is what made me fall instantaneously in love with them, with the show. This is literally like getting, two minutes in. It's getting better. Yeah. So he goes, so Steve Martin's walking down the street. Steve Martin is a, um, like a Brazos. A, a Brazos. He was a, <laughs> Brazos is a detective, a TV He's like detective. a Columbo. Like, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's walking like down the street and he runs into these two people like these two younger people and they're like Brazos. And he's like, Oh, Hey. And he's like, my dad is in hospice. is like a huge fan of yours. Like Such a shitty thing to say. And then he's like, he's like, Oh, that's great. He's like, Oh my God, he's going to go nuts when he found out that we met. And he's like, great. He's like, do you want a picture? He's like, sure. And he hands him the camera to take a picture of them two, not with him. <laughs> like I'm in, I got, I'm in. That's Dude, so <laughs> the look of disappointment on his good. face is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, uh, I see. Never mind. I thought you wanted my picture. Great. It's fucking great. Uh, yeah, so what about your insane. what about your kids, John? I, I mean, they're too young to like really give a shit about anything, maybe, but like some weird kid shows, right? They're they're like Yeah, I mean the, you know what's cool is that like 
my 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 kids they're aware of the fact that i'm obsessed with things like spider-man and star wars and stuff mm-hmm. so like what's they they've got a lot of the toys and stuff and my son will ask me a ton of questions about that stuff so what's crazy is that like we were playing with it we have a star wars advent like a star wars oh. lego advent calendar oh wow where we do like a lego yeah. every day and he's asking me what they are and it's crazy to like play star wars with my kid who only knows stuff from like what i've told him and some books mm-hmm. and like making th- so we're already playing like in that world even though he hasn't seen the movies yet and then with spider-man there's the show uh spider-man and his amazing friends on yeah, disney yeah, yeah. plus oh, yeah and he's like crazy about that. So it's it's and I don't know, a lot of it, a lot of it comes from books and stuff right now. And I'm like trying to wait for the right time to show him, mm-hmm. you know, like the real stuff. But I also it's 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 cool that we have all these like age appropriate options now that I, I definitely didn't have. So we're kind of like, I don't know, we're pacing ourselves over here. Sure. But, and I also don't want to dive in deep into Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction like this guy. He's going right for the, the jugular. <laughs> for the jugular. Exactly, brother. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> kids are older. I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm and I don't I don't want to force things on my kids because everything my dad tried to force on me, I hate. You know what I mean? Right, so exactly. You don't yeah. want to get into that. I have my stuff and it's like I let them come to me and they're kind of like, what's that? You know, and if they ask, then then I tell them. So that's like movies and TVs and, and music and stuff. Exactly. Well, that's, that's also and, and ask about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's also it has to do with being a cool dad. Like I because my my dad was never cool about the things he was into. It was never like, oh, yeah, let me talk. Let me tell you about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, that's Don Mattingly. Shut up. Like, oh, fuck. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you didn't really invite me in. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, I didn't want you to. Yeah, you gotta have an open mind about the stuff they get into. Like, my kids have their own shows and stuff, and instead of just me like shutting that stuff out, yeah. like I'm learning about Paw Patrol and My Little Pony, and like, there's like yeah, yeah, things that my kids are into that I, you know, I'm kind of like I try to support that stuff too. I don't just want to push my yeah. My you know you you know you're good with with showing your kids music. This guy's always like, like showing them different music. Was good. Yeah. Yeah, I try to. My son loves my both my kids actually love ACDC, which is funny. I'm not even I'm not <laughs> a huge ACDC guy, but like it just struck a chord with them at this age. They it's weird, man. Time, and I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> when my daughter was um, I used to coach my daughter's basketball team when she was still playing basketball, my 14 year old. And when we would go to practice or games, she'd want me to put on like hard metal, like metal. Yeah, yeah. It just I was like, she, I guess this just fires her up. I don't know. She she was just into it, you know, really? and now she's into like um like Japanimation, like, you know, like anime kind of like uh, stuff like it, just really into it. And I'm like, yeah, but look, man, different strokes. And, and it's all yeah. interesting and cool. Like and you're so, Chris, you're an artist. You, you do drawing. Um, you mentioned and I, I'm, I'm guessing that the, all the artwork that I'm seeing like on your podcast is yours. Right. Is that. Is that yeah. 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 Point? Yeah. I assume yeah. as much. So I, again, I would, uh, we talked to this, we talked about this with Casey too, about um, getting into comic books or being into comic books. Are you guys both into comic books or not? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's something we shared. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When, when, but like, we're not currently like, um, like, Oh, re- read every episode, uh, read every issue of Spider-Man that comes right. out now. Like we used to really be those guys, honestly, like I kind of fell out of love with traditional comic books. I used to up until maybe like five years ago, or I was reading maybe, maybe like four years ago, I was reading, um, 
like everything. Like I was reading yeah. like all the main uh, uh, DC and Marvel titles, and I just I don't know, I fell out of love with it. Why? Why? Why do you think that uh, it just it did something change in the writing or something like that? Because I, I yeah I, I, yeah I read a lot of comic books too. Like I'm just curious. Oh okay, to, so yeah. I stopped. Oh God, like. I kind of stopped when they were doing the the. What do you are you a DC guy? I mean, I go I vastly both. Like, I, so I, I like Batman comics. Um, I, okay, I remember that. when they're doing Batman? Then they're doing like the the, the man who laughed. Oh, the, the Batman other, who laughed and like the dark the dark yes, metal one. That's that kind of when I fell out. You're like, I don't nah, know. I can't. Yeah, but just to give you not that's not the reason. Just to give you a time period. I'm trying to think okay, of like yeah, yeah. things so that like were going on four or five years ago. So, yeah, out. and then Marvel yeah. like. Marvel was uh, it was just a bunch of different Avengers books. It was like because of the movies. It was like six right. Avengers books. There was like the all girl Avenger team, then the young Avenger team. Yeah, like with yeah. like young Kang and the, like all that shit. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't know. It just like just was like shitty. It just the writing just felt like it was in a rut. Not yeah. that it was bad. It just wasn't going anywhere. And I was like, this does nothing left to offer me. And I drew a cold turkey dropped. That's not to it. say I don't. Read other books like, uh, mm-hmm. lo- like I, honestly, I haven't read anything that much uh, like newer stuff recently. I read through Paper Girls again. Oh yeah, Paper good Girls, one. Brian Brian K. Vaughn's. Yep. Um, fucking uh, reading like a bunch of the old He Man comics that came with the with the toys, like that big compilation, uh, the IDW Ghostbusters series, the IDW yep. Turtle series, um. But like mainstream, I just fell completely. You're out like I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. What about you? What, what about you, John? You are you not? Yeah, well, I, you got I, two, I'd like to get back in. I mean, young kids. I, I, yeah, I was a big Spider-Man guy, and this is going. This is a long time ago now, but like the 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 brand new day. Straczynski. Yeah, the Straczynski brand new storyline where he kind of made a deal with the devil and yep. reset things, which now we're seeing. I'm I'm excited for the new movie, and it seems like you know obviously there's elements of that, that, that in one there. More day. Yep, yeah. Um, but, one more day. But I got really upset because I I was excited about just because you know you have decades of the same kind of story. I liked the Peter Parker that was uh kind of darker, and suddenly mm-hmm. like, people knew his identity, and he was kind of on the run, and right. I, it was like to me they set it up for this really interesting thing, and then they just kind of like reset it, mm-hmm. and he was back to like. Yeah. trying to get home in time for dinner with aunt may and i'm like i've read this so much so i i kind of fell off then and i think a lot of it is also just like life and work and having kids and stuff where i didn't have as much time but you know i i was i was reading walking dead until mm. that finished and i and i love the fact that they wrapped that up without telling anybody it was going to be the last issue that was one of the cool, like it's it was so nice to read something not knowing that it was you know, even when you see a finale of a TV show, you know, it's the finale and you literally you see like, you know, you, that you have 20 minutes left, 15 minutes left, 10 minutes left. It was nice just to read a book and then go, oh, holy shit. This was this was it. They wrapped it, it up. I'm that done. was cool. Um, I really love Chew. Yes. Uh, Chew. Oh, that's that's a great one. What a really weird. Great, so weird and so funny. So and I love the art. And so, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll now it's kind of more. Um, I'm I'm definitely looking for like the next thing. A lot of the things that I've that I found have have wrapped up, and I'd like to dive back into Marvel and and Spider Man. Um, and I'd be curious to see what it's like to just kind of pick up an issue again. Still, and, 
Are you and, are uh, you current with it? Like, is this still like when I left Spider Man, he was like in charge of Parker Industries and had his doctor. It was right at it was after yeah. like he was Doc Ock. Well, Doc Ock was him for a while, and like, yeah, no, I missed got super rich and blew up his life. And, like, I missed all that. I feel like I've always left at the right. Even as a that's kid, when I left, I was like, Oof. I love the uh, yeah. You want to go way back, like the Maximum Carnage series? I oh, love. Yeah. Great, oh yeah, great man. And then after that, is I just as a kid, I had like Mark, no. Mark I really Bailey. didn't have money as a kid for comics, and I stopped reading it. And then I went back to see like what happened after Maximum Carnage, and I was like, oh, I le- I picked a really good time to check out. <laughs> like <laughs> I read this really cool series, and then I like missed the whole Clone Saga yeah. and all that stuff. Um, you know what you you and I have to do? We got to watch them. Their Venom movies. We didn't see. I know their Venoms. And, and I think you it's called either of them. Spider Man. Neither. Neither Venoms. Yeah, I haven't seen it at all. And I love. Sit down and watch those. I loved Venom, but I didn't love what Sam Raimi did with it. And and to be fair, I don't think he wanted to do Dude, a Venom movie. Do you no. remember? All right, so we have a friend that works at Marvel. We actually have a couple friends, but um, one friend in particular, she scored. Us uh, tickets to Spider-Man three uh, premiere. So this is what two thousand six or something yeah, like something that. Like a yeah. while ago, yeah. And we were like, "Holy shit!" And it was it wasn't like the like movie star premiere. It was the comics creator premiere. So we're oh, in wow. the room. like Joe Casada got up and said a whole oh, thing. Wow. So, yeah, it was like. Uh, dude, everybody in Marvel Comics and uh, we were like, yeah, Spider-Man oh, 3. We love Spider-Man. We love Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 3. And, and like, we were like, oh, like, God damn it. Yeah. Son of a so bitch. Mad, <laughs> it was know. terrible. And she oh. was upset. She took us because we didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. We saw it the best possible way and we hated it. It was terrible. That movie Dunk. Yeah, that movie's uh, it was really bad. Um, I, I would suggest if you were gonna like one that I got into that I really liked was called East of West. If you've never heard that one before, it's I've like, heard of it. It's it's ooh, is that really Remender? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I like Remender. I like Tokyo Ghost a lot. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, what else did he? He wrote his his Avengers was dope. Oh yeah yeah yeah. His yep. Avengers was awesome. Once he was off Avengers, I I didn't like it. Like Remender yeah. was great. His Kang stuff was out of the fucking yeah the ballpark, man. Yeah, it's incredible. Did you did you get a chance to uh, do you watch the sh- any of the shows? Oh yeah, the, I'm, I'm stuff, up like to Loki date. and stuff like that. Yeah yeah. You guys yeah. like Loki? I thought that was oh, that was pretty well done. I oh, dug it. Yeah, I've been liking everything. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. seen the the Spider Man this. Uh, this Friday, the whole fan. It's actually a thing with the family. We, we watch every series, every movie in the movie. Like you go back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Like we want, yeah. my wife is huge into it. It was a weird oh, wow, thing. Really? Been, yeah. She would watch here and there with us. And then I think before end game, she was like, let me watch all of this to get the context. Cause she's very like, my wife's very big into like Dr. Who and mm-hmm. like fringe and law. Like she's okay. So she's into yeah. like, yeah. So she's like, let me give it a shot. Let me watch everything. So she consumed mm-hmm. all of it. And she was like, this is fucking awesome. So like we watch everything as a family. So like every episode that comes out, we actually like, like Hawkeye, like when. We, oh, yeah. So we, great. Yeah. It actually started. It was uh, triple, triple W's. It was mm-hmm. WandaVision Wednesdays. Yep. And I'd grab Wendy's and we'd oh, eat there, together okay. as a family, have dinner. And like, hey, all right. All right. <laughs> so what's but the what's the selection of Wendy's that you would uh what's your go-to Wendy's meal? Oh man, jalapeno popper chicken sandwich. Oh woo. large fries and a large chili, and I dumped that fucking chili right on the fries. 
Oh my God, you yeah. your shits must be unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, they're terrible. And you know, let me let me not let you guys see a little secret. <laughs> Wendy's chili. Mm-hmm. It's just old hamburgers. <laughs> that is the secret. Oh my god, it's just diarrhea fuel. <laughs> <laughs> <It's, Yeah. laughs> the only thing you're missing from that is like whiskey and then you're you're <laughs> you clean yourself out. That's that's uh that's homemade rotor rooter for your, your insides. That's a four W night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wiping for a long time afterwards. <laughs> Oh yeah. So what about you? You seem like a healthy guy, John. Do you, do you, are you a Wendy's dude or are you a, Oh, he's he's terrible. Healthy guy at all. Uh, no, Wendy's, I, I mean, you know, what's the thing that Chris doesn't share with me as much as he loves fast food. Like I'll, I I still get the McDonald's cravings. If there's like a McDonald's, McDonald's. buddy, breakfast, I'll give you breakfast. I'll take a McDonald's breakfast. My my buddy Mark texted me because like the McRib was back and I was like, Dude, I was like, I get excited every time and it's fucking terrible every time. And yeah, then why? I was, why you keep going back to it, man? And I still like I've been craving one since he texted me. There's something <laughs> there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but like, yeah. And then I I'm glad my old when I uh I used to I, I'm in New Jersey now, but when I was living on Staten Island, my house was right near a White Castle and a Checkers. Oh wow. It was like late nights of like coming home after oh. a gig or something like that. Pulling onto my yeah, block, it's like crushing it. Turn onto my block, or just drive straight for another two. Like I would see the light <laughs> before that turn, and I, I, I would give in so many times. I told Chris I stopped going to Checkers when um, the girl at the drive-through was like, "You come here a lot," and I. <laughs> I was <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, oh, I got a problem. <laughs> Dude, I felt terrible. And I was like, oh. I didn't get back for a long time. He had his long. own nickname for a burger. He used oh, to call what? burger the dirty diaper. The dirty <laughs> what? Yeah, the chili cheeseburger. I call it a dirty. Di- it feels like a dirty diaper. If you get, oh, it's if you heavy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a heavy a load in a bag. Like, like, oh, like, God. <laughs> I thought you were saying I had a nickname. I had a nickname at a Chinese food restaurant. I was they called oh. extra pancakes at a Chinese. They food called you what? Scallion pancakes? What? <laughs> they called me extra pancakes. I used extra to get pancakes work all the time, and I would come in and they would go extra pancakes, and I would go yeah. And then one time I didn't like I didn't order mushu pork. I got something else, and I came in and the lady was like extra pancakes, and I was like oh fuck, that's my yeah, that's, yeah. that's you. You are extra pancakes. Oh, do you I think extra pancakes is going to come in? Yeah, if you go to Mandarin House and uh, I'm extra pancakes. I had I had a I had a guy the 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 Japanese place in the Staten Island Mall. I don't know if it was my nickname or he just would say it because I was fat every time. But like if I would order something, like I ordered a teriyaki chicken or whatever, and you go double meat. I go yeah. You're like every right. time he go double meat. Get me every time. Yeah, like, I'm double. Just meat. just put it Give on there. Me. You know I'm gonna order it. Stop yeah. asking me. Double. You're, you're, you're embarrassing <laughs> yes. me. Double meat. Should next be shamed. That should be our. <laughs> I don't use those names. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Four pancakes and double meat. Extra pancakes. Extra pancakes and double meat. Look at that dynamic duo, wow. you two. Yeah, it's like an IHOP number four or something. We so, used to so horribly, man. When we were young, in our twenties, we had a. Uh, the podcast used to have a third host, and I remember one time we were ordering oh, for like sixty Papa episodes. We were order- I was ordering pizza from Papa John's for the three of us, mm-hmm. and it was our buddy Brian was there with Chris, and they were like, "Order three pies," and I was like, "Guys, it's 
It's just the three of us. Guys, God damn. And our friend Brian was like, do you want any pizza? And I said, yeah. <laughs> like so these two are accounted for the third yeah, pie. I would have like six slices. That was, I was the healthy yeah. one. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Garlic dipping sauce and all, right? Oh, God, all of that. I don't know how we did it. It was crazy. Dude, that terrible. would be my week now. You know what's yeah, I, we, we we live on Staten Island and it's the best pizza you yeah. can ever have. Outer Borough pizza is the best pizza. Pizza from Brooklyn, pizza from Staten Island. Yeah. That's where you want to get your pizza in New York. Yep. And we're ordering Papa, Papa John's. Fucking yep. John's. I mean, was was it a cost thing or were you just No, this is just a new thing in the neighborhood. Oh, Papa we John's. Like, it's right by our college. Yeah. yeah. It was new. It was the dipping sauces. It was the hot peppers they threw in the box. We were we the were owners dude, of we racist were, ideologies. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, we kind of did a joke about that with the last egg dump soup commercial. <laughs> to come to think of it. That's true. That's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we made up a, uh, a, a a racist term that's not a real racist term. It sounds pretty. It sounds, sounds racist. I looked it up to make sure it's not it's a racist not- towel monkey. No, yeah, I can't. I can see where you would go with that. Seems yeah. like right. Yeah, it seems like it's very racist. I mean, yeah. monkey. We made it up. He means he made it up. I just want to. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Josh trying not to get canceled. I get it. It's really not, though. Right? You look it up. <laughs> just in case. That's a Chris Sorrentino original. In case it takes off. You remember that sound? Yeah, you do. The 1990s. It was fun. Lots of fun music. Good times. Book ended by pop bands. And right in the middle, we got a little grungy. So many artists came and went and left us wondering, what are they doing now? We know what Marky Mark ended up doing, but what about the rest of the funky bunch? Alanis Morissette had a pop career before she made it big with Jagged Little Pill. The KLF, an EDM band from England, got Tammy Wynette to sing on one of their tunes. All kinds of crazy stuff happened, and we're going to talk to you about it with interviews with some of the biggest stars of the 90s on Dope Nostalgia, the podcast. I'm Naomi Carmack, and I'm your host. Check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. And look us up on the internet at dopenostalgia.com. Tell monkey either off. sounds like something racist or something that someone would pitch on Shark Tank. This is the tell monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you look it up, and it's just like... Like maids at Disney World giving you instructionals how to fold towels into monkeys. Like, yeah, well, I mean, that's like cool. that type of things. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. What do you guys, you guys, know yeah. you were the one that was thinking it was bad. I'm just making yeah, cool, exactly. cool designs for people that come to their hotel room, laying it on their table. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so uh, real quick, I, an, another uh, thing I just wanted to ask before we, uh, we, we get wrapped up here. Dungeons and Dragons. You said that way early in this conversation. I gotta yeah, know. Like, I'm actually in two campaigns. You're in two campaigns. Uh, now, when yeah, you say Dungeons, so like, are you talking about just for clarity? We're talking yeah. about boards, like the Dungeon Master, like screen. Oh, game? Dungeon Master screens, not really boards, thing. but maps. Like, yeah, yeah. These are my dice uh-huh. right here. I got a a set of Ecto Cooler colored dice. My brother. Oh man, me, this actually. Ghostbuster love is real. Look at that. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a 20-sided uh, die in there. See that? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, in this one, I'm a, um, a Genasi, which is a half human, half, uh, half genie monk in this, uh, weekly campaign. I play with, it's mostly, uh, friends from my band. It's, it's, 
Laura, who does this podcast with us, mm-hmm. like monthly, like like once a month, she'll do the podcast with us. Mm-hmm. She's just weird like that. She wants to go in like it's her 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 fertile week, right? What? Yeah, she's what? Like, she feels like that's when she's that's at when she's her best. Right. When she's when she's um ready to to have someone drop one in her and yeah, yeah. I guess so, right? That would be right. fertile. Week. Yeah, records an episode. Oh my god, it's time. The moon is yeah. full. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's a witch. We had a we had a cursed object that was ruining John's life. That um, oh man, long story. Yeah, but, she uh, some witchcraft. She kind of cleansed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, oh, she my did. Yeah, she's she's she yeah, she's totally she's totally totally in tune with all that. So wait, um, so these wait. are your guild mask. Your guild slash jug band is basically your 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 crew and your dungeons and yeah that's that's yeah that's my that's my weekly like in person it's in my buddy's backyard he's a dm Mm -hmm. he has a tent set up with like one of those like you know like those heaters in a restaurant yeah yeah totally in the middle and like two long tables set up with two doors slung across the other side to make it a table around that so picture laying two tables and then two doors crisscross over to make it a square like big like house doors yeah and like the heater thing in the middle and it's in a tent and we stay warm as fuck and we just smoke the thing out and fucking play that's weekly that's monday nights Uh and then once a month on uh usually on sundays the little Chub Club, our Patreon group, has a uh, an online Zoom D and D. On the playing play there. That's yeah. crazy. Man. Bird, bird. You're not part of this, John. Player. Why are you not like a fucking mage or something, dude? No, I was part of like I was part of the last campaign on D and D, and I'm I'm uh, like with our Patreon group, but not not this current one. So no, no. I I wish I, I'd like to get back into it. I, I it's something that I wish my friends were into when I was younger because it was like right up my alley. But I just. Yeah. He didn't meet anybody who was into it. You know what I mean? Was like yeah. never, yeah. never exposed to it. Never. No one was it. down. They were not. They were not. They were busy trying to finger girls. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely hanging out with a bunch of like nerds, but just nobody that was into D and D. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah, well, I was. I I I I was like. My, both my parents worked and like were never sure. home. So when I was very young, I was in a lot of like latchkey and summer camp. Mm-hmm. So like that's kind of where I learned to play all that stuff. Right. Was yeah. like that those type of situations. And then once I started hitting more like 13 and stuff, I was they were like, Yeah, 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 just stay home on your own. Like, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, I spent a lot of time like rolling like, dice and shit like that in like a cabin. At a summer camp, you know, it's I mean? surprising that you didn't like have like turn that into like a, a like a horrible gambling addiction and like fucking right? playing you know craps what? or something. That's only vice I don't have. Only That's vice true. I gambling. don't have. I no, don't. He has no interest in it. Yeah, no interest in gambling. I never been to Vegas. I don't want to go. I don't. I, I don't care about Atlantic City. I went once because my parents, when back when I was a kid, took me to see David Copperfield and that fucking guy flew around like nobody's <laughs> fucking business. He flew around this whole fucking Caesar's that's, palace. That's like he owned cool. the joint. Yeah. Like he was Caesar himself. Like he invented wizard. the a real wizard, like a true wizard. <laughs> it was Damn. wild. It was that's fucking nuts. wild. But yeah, I'm just not a, yeah, it's weirdly. Not I'm a not a, what about you, John? No, a, a little bit, but I, I'm more like, I, I'm more the guy that wants to like play Scrabble. Yeah. That's right my okay. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm more like a, I'm more like a board game guy. Although living in Jersey, it's weird because you, you like you, I can gamble online 
now like for oh, yeah and oh, that's yeah. really i got into that a little bit and the first time i did it was a night where i was like alone it's like during the pandemic it was late at night and i was like a little drunk and i downloaded an app and i actually like won some money uh-huh. and it was like then there was like a week where I just like gave it all back. And then I had to delete the app. And I was like, <laughs> I totally understood. How it could You're be. like, ah, ah. Once you, it's in there, it's not real anymore. You know? Right? Exactly. You're uh-huh. like, oh, it's online. It's, this is fake money. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a video game, account. but it's crazy. But I was like, really, I was uh, really enjoying blackjack. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, me, yeah. that's yeah. fun. But I have to, I have to set rules. I think it's got to be like at a casino only. The online stuff for me is. Oh, it's a slippery slope, man. I, yeah, I could see how it happened. You walking JB away from the table. Commercials work on you. What's that? What did you say? So those JB Smooth commercials keep working on you. Yeah, yeah. like every other commercial on the radio, it's JB Smooth Jesus. with a every online poker. I get emails from all of them, and I, like, like I said, you don't have the option where you are, but like, yeah, I can download any of those, and they'll like when you install one for the first time, they'll match you up to a certain point, so it could be like put in 500 bucks of your own and they'll match it. And you're like, well, now I have a thousand dollars to play with. And that's yeah, what I did yeah. the first time. And I had rules about like, well, when I get down to 500, I'll stop. And I won it. Yeah. Eventually you give it all back. Yeah, and then you're like, and then you add more and you add more and it's like, Oh, it's a dangerous thing. It's fun, but yeah. it's, uh, yeah, I, hear you. I, it's, I, I don't it, know. Yeah. It's not for you though. Doesn't tickle my pickle. That's yeah, right. you, That's okay. you're probably better off, man. <laughs> no, it is. I, dude, everything else I'm terrible with. <laughs> terrible with money. I drink a lot of booze. I smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> like I, <laughs> Listen, you can be free from one vice. It's okay. You don't yeah, have to I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's yeah. all right, man. Stay away. I eat like a bastard. Like, it don't matter. Yeah. You're fucking crushing jalapeno burgers and fucking chili cheese fries made of burgers. Old burgers. <laughs> old burgers. That's my nickname. <laughs> old bur- Chris Old Burgers. Old Burgers. <laughs> That's a good nickname. old West name. Yeah. Oh, here comes Old Burger Sorrentino. <laughs> Please, John, put that on my tombstone. Oh, here lies Your old, old burgers burger. and a picture of a Wendy's chili <laughs> engraved on my tombstone. Uh, what a stone burger on the top of it. <laughs> Can you get one of those, pits, those, those etched pictures of me? Oh, yes. Wendy's pigtail? Wendy's pigtail? Yeah. yeah. In memoriam. Oh, that's funny I'm as shit. Serious, this is documented. It has oh, to happen. Oh, god damn it! It's held uh, up in court. Yeah. So, what do you guys? What do you? So, you guys, um, obviously, you, like, we, I um, love the podcast. To get you, you guys are fucking hilarious. Obviously, we, uh, thanks. And uh, it's uh, it's it's great. So, what your when do you guys typically release your 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 episodes? Do you not have like a schedule? We we do know it's we we do weekly and uh, we Tuesday. we switch things to Tuesday. We release on Tuesdays now. You're doing Tuesdays and now are you which one? If either of you do do you guys either of you produce? You, you mentioned that you guys both went to school for like audio video production. Oh no, that's John. I do I do the artwork mm-hmm. and uh, and then you sometimes when you see the little animated ones on Instagram and yep. then the stories and stuff like that. That's John animating it. I'm just sending him on over the. The Photoshop files, and he's he's messing around. You're actually doing the actual animation. Doing yeah. that, yeah. He's, but we he's we got the thing going like you know when we're recording, I operate the board and stuff. But like mm-hmm. once we part ways, he's he's doing artwork for the episode. I'm doing the edit. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're kind of putting we're putting in the hours both, and it's great. And then once he creates that art, um, he's he kind of sends me. He's doing a lot. He's doing everything digitally now. Mm-hmm. which has been really cool for me because he sends me stuff in layers 
And I like doing some animation and stuff. Like I'm not an artist, but I like that side of things. So mm-hmm. when I have layers and stuff to play with, sometimes I get to like do animation. Does fun shit. With, with so you do art. like are you using um, Adobe um, Animator where you like build like a puppet, like you got you know, and you do you know, all that, or you just? I I haven't done that yet. That's something I'd like to dive into. I'll I'll use After Effects and like Premiere. Yeah. Sometimes I use Adobe Spark. Um, I use this software. I'm, I'm blanking on the name now. Um, I use this thing called motion leap sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's just like a lot of people do it with stills, but I like it for our stuff where I'll just like, you can add just different elements like blinking lights or smoke or snow and stuff like that. Cause Chris will do artwork sometimes where there's like snow in the background. He gives that to me as a layer. I pull it out. I'll use motion leap to have actually like falling snow moving. Yeah. And we put it on Instagram. It's just, you know, you try to grab people's eye because everybody just scrolls so fast now that if, you know, you add little elements like that, I, you know, I hope it helps us. It's maybe yeah. the toughest part of like building content, I think is just like we get a we get actually a motion. really decent amount of people that like watch our stuff, which is a, a really awesome for us because we've like, again, I'm, we've been doing this for less than two years and we get great guests like you two and and um we get uh, we get to talk to cool people and and we we get a lot of people that watch it like uh, you know casey oh maybe you guys could beat casey you guys have now you can you can fight you can fight for the the movie like his his episode in like a week or so got like eight thousand views like like it's pretty good wow. for us yeah so, no that's no we're not gonna be casey we're not gonna be casey <laughs> oh well casey. This is, you know this is <laughs> come this is on it's casey <laughs> look at the guy that handsome son of a bitch god damn yeah, Dude, yeah. And he's and he's out there and he's out there in a few different ways as as a musician, as a performer and, you yeah. know, um, improv guy. Yeah, it's the hardest that we we are, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll be really honest with you. We've we've spent the last few weeks kind of rebranding and a new logo and trying to do the social media thing better because it's the thing that we're the worst at. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same here. And uh, we, we have a really strong following, but like reaching new people. We surveyed our listeners and we were like, how did you find Super Live Adventure? And nobody said social media. Yeah, they weren't saying Twitter. They said, like, I got a flyer on my car at Wendy's (laughs) parking lot. (laughs) That's how we should be advertising. It was either uh, met one of you or saw you both live. It was like, yeah, or it was by way of impractical jokers. Jokers. Yeah, Yeah. they saw him because me. We are behind the scenes. My, you know, my name comes up in the credits for like a, you know, like a second. Like there I am. Yes. Yeah, it's it's so quick. Yeah. So it's uh that that's it. So we're trying to like we're we're trying to readjust and figure out how well, to reach the, more people. The, it's a commitment to ask somebody. Inside jokes helps. For, yeah, inside jokes not, helps a lot. That's yeah, well, yeah. Pop, when you have something like running joke screen. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. They, they sometimes put our podcast. Yeah, Mike like, Roy yeah. is the guy behind that. He's a very funny comedian, but he also does all the Impractical Jokers inside jokes. So those are those like kind of pop-up video. Yeah, the little things. Yeah, the, the quick ones. And he throws us a bone all the time in there. And yeah, he's the best. Times when we'll see a spike in numbers, and I know we didn't do anything. It's because of that. Yeah. yeah yes. I started, we started doing like little things on TikTok, just like little funny things that, but it's it's such a pain in the ass after you do all the, the work on like a, you know, 90 minute episode or, or an hour long episode or something like that. And our episodes tend to run long, which I know that we should probably cut them down and do them in like two parts or something. But damn it. Like you said, you yeah. just start talking and then it doesn't like the continuity gets fucked up if you stop it. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a recent change for us where we 
we now try to for us now the perfect episode is 45 minutes yeah, i saw that yeah even just like six months ago it was an hour and 15 and before that we had two hour episodes we have an episode that's almost four hours like we yeah. used to go yeah. and it's frustrating because it's not radio right it's not like if you have to go into work you're going to miss the rest of it like you can pause it you can listen come back to it later yeah but but there's something and i get it, it you know if somebody sends me a youtube video that's 30 seconds. I'm going to watch it. If it's three minutes, maybe I'll watch it. If it's 10 minutes, I might save it for later. If it's 20 yes. minutes, like I'm going to get it four, four <laughs> hours, four I'm gonna, hours. I'm going to shit on my own phone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard. I get it. I, and I, and I put my, that's, it's hard for me to promote because I'm also like, well, nobody can, I don't know how anybody would sell a show that long to me. And right. get me- I'm like, I'm not watching that. And but meantime, we're putting this content out there. It's it, literally, we just recorded one the other day and I looked at it. It was like um, 98 minutes. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I, I almost feel like I have to cut it into pieces <laughs> and then like put it out there. And I think that that's sometimes the way that you have to do it is like, yeah. All cut in one, I think when people are hearing it, because we do a lot of YouTube stuff, when people are hearing it, um, they can just pop it on. Like someone was like, hey, I listened to your episode on pumpkin spice. And we, I drove for, I was in a car for like, for like three hours. So it was easy to be able to pop it on and listen to it. But yeah. It's, it's hard for people just like to get into it and like, listen to it for a long time. So I get that. Probably it's hard, but, but once we get people, I mean, our fan base is also amazing. So the people yeah. that we have, they've been with us for so long. long. And yeah. We have a very tight connection with our like core fan base. That's like, awesome. We, we, yeah. And, well, and we, we, we're, we have a discord channel where we oh, all. You do? Yeah. I, I've never gotten into the discord thing. Like, I don't, I don't it's understand pretty cool. it. It's pretty cool. I didn't at first it. either. And we I was like, ah, it's, we all, we had to learn with our fans and we had, we had a, a couple listeners who were already using it for gaming and they helped yeah. us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cool thing about it is you can really customize it. And you know what, what I'm excited to tell our listeners about is like, there's no algorithm here and there's no ads. Like you right. see stuff as it comes in real time yeah, and everything beautiful. is categorized by channels. So like mm-hmm. if there's a conversation you're not into, just don't even go in that go room. A different channel. It's kind yeah. of movie spoilers. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to have anything ruined. It's, outside of it yeah it's very yeah, I, cool that way and we we're managing it you know we're like our own facebook like chris has gotten banned from facebook for like making a fat joke about himself because there's like because <laughs> you know what i mean because there's like fat drunk and stupid i wrote like you know fucking like animal house and i was like i was quoting you and they said they banned you for that yeah i got oh, i got listen yeah my wife is like is like a like uh, maybe a, the most wanted on. Fi- she's banned constantly. She's really she is a, a fucking animal. She sends she puts the most <laughs> horrific shit on it. on Facebook. <laughs> like, like I had to like, uh, like awesome. I was uh, uh, I, I was saying like like if anyone ever really knew because she changed her last name so it didn't wasn't my last name thankfully yeah yeah, yeah. you know so that <laughs> yeah. no one could be like oh my god your wife's a monster like we're firing you and putting you in jail for being real, like <laughs> she said, put some really fucked up shit on Facebook. She just finds the worst memes possible. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's just my trolling. Just like yeah, fucking, just, with just fucking with people. That's all she does. That's, that's it. it. That's her. That's her way to do it. There aren't people making decisions about what to cut or, you know what I mean? It's like sarcasm gets lost comedy stuff. Right. So I'm really liking that we're building this community there because like Chris it. and I are in charge of it mm-hmm. and there are rules. You know what I mean? It basically comes down to like, don't hurt anybody. Right. Don't, be, don't be a jerk. Anybody, off. But otherwise, yeah. everything, everything goes. And we really rely 
on our users where like, hey, if something bothers you, tell us. You know what I mean? And like, and we'll take care of yeah. it. Yeah. You know what? All you can ask of somebody is like, hey, let's talk like we were all actually physically in like somebody's we're house or in you a would bar. Say, you would say it in front of their face. You wouldn't yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah. yo, be up front. Like, don't try to be this like a fucking keyboard tough guy. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean, Hate like, that. yeah, like just keep it real and we're all good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been cool. That's kind of like, that's for me. I put stuff out on social media, but for like my, my intake is just our discord group now because I kind of get that experience and I interact with people, but it's, there's none of the bullshit that comes from Facebook and everything else. Like I just That's don't awesome. need to do it anymore. It's yeah. not worth it. It's just for the reasons that you said. So uh, I get one more question before we wrap up here. I know that I've had oh. you for an hour and a half and I feel like I'm taking up all your valuable time in life. No, um, um, it's a bit of a very fun conversation for me, at least. So yeah, same here. Thank you. Um, usually, we'd have my, like I said, my co-host, but who's probably robbing a place right now based on the way he was dressed. <laughs> Some raising Arizona shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing diapers, <laughs> running through a Randall Tex Cobb is chasing him. Um, <laughs> uh, so about that, because you mentioned like. What is your feeling on that? Like on, on just kind of because again, you guys are both in comedy. You guys, um, uh, you know, obviously you're doing it because you love make, making people laughing, bringing people joy. What is your feeling about like kind of the the, the current state of, of of comedy in that regard? Because there's a lot of not only people that absorb or, or intake the comedy, which is their choice, right? They choose whether to, to to listen to whatever, and but they react to it and say, "Well, that person shouldn't be able to say that," or even people in comedy, which is the other question, which is people that are comedians that do that. Like, what is your feeling about those two situations? Well, I, I, I mean, uh, Chris, I'm sure you have your own ideas about it. I know for me talking about things like Twitter and stuff, mm-hmm. what was funny to me when comedians would tweet something and get banned or get in trouble and be like, you can't make any jokes anymore. I'd be like, well, Twitter is Twitter is not a comedy audience, right? No, it's like no. the comedy audience, but it's also like my dad. Yeah, it's, it's the dad. dinner table, too. Like, yeah, it's yeah. The things you, yeah, so, you know, there's a place for it. You want to, if yeah. you want to go back 30 years, there were really funny jokes said in comedy clubs that you didn't go out on the street and yell out. No. In public. So to me, Twitter is yelling in public and Facebook is yelling in public. Same and, thing. And the reality is, like, if if you go into a comedy club, if you go into a venue, if you go into an appropriate place and there's an audience there that came for that, uh, I still think you can say whatever you want. It better be funny. I mean, that's that's the only rule. And unfortunately, you know, people will will record things and maybe post stuff and there. And I understand, like, the ideas of, like, cancel cancel culture and stuff. But it's we're kind of like everybody's trying to perform to the masses now. And it's like, we never did. You're not supposed to, it's not for everybody. And when I go into, if you please everybody or get on stage, uh, I, I don't, I don't feel that I'm so censored and like hindered. Now I've times have changed and I've grown as a person. And there's certain jokes that I was making 15 years ago that I wouldn't make now that that's, that's something else. But uh, yeah, I don't really buy into it. I think it's more, we're all learning how to navigate social media in this like new world. And I, and I don't, I don't think you're supposed to yell jokes <laughs> out to everybody. And, and it's, that's ac- it's, so it's access. Like you said, it's like going into the middle of the street and yelling it. Like people are going to re- like, Hey, I'm just here. Like I just happened to be walking by and saw that. And like, that was fucked up. Like, yeah, it's, it's the almost- literal definition yeah. of out of context. Exactly. Yeah. 
exactly. out of fucking context. Like, right. And uh, I don't know you. Right. So I don't, I don't know that that is meant to be a joke necessarily or and I don't know that that's your style of humor. And I may not be one to one to absorb that kind of style of humor. I, that, maybe that's not my bag. So, yeah, it's time and place for everything. Right. That's that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think we got to get I back. Agree, I agree. I agree with that. Just kind of like, you know, kind of having a kind of trying to focus things a little bit more. But it's hard to promote yourself. You got to get out there, too. It, it's a it's a tricky thing. But also, and I mean, like, listen, I'm not saying I know how to crack it. It's a tough nut. But there's if you go back and you watch like stuff that would be, I guess, canceled today. Some of it, not all of it, some of it, it it's not, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have a mean edge like it would today. Right. Right. Like, there's you like, go there's about, no like, stuff, like Eddie Murphy stuff. Right. Stuff, like stuff like that. Like, like some of it is rough now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it's not really like it, it's, it doesn't sound as harsh as it would coming from somebody today. Well, do you think it's because like, it would be a different delivery? It would be a different, right. it, it, would, it would have a different edge to it. And I don't know, I guess, because everything evolves. That's just what comedy became. Yeah. But it's, 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 it, you couldn't deliver some of those, uh, you know, now not so uh pc you know glam yeah. yeah not so pc uh not so popular jokes nowadays like you could then like you, it's i'm not even saying like we knew oh you could say that back in the day yeah. i'm saying like also like there was a certain delivery then too that i think worked with that like go back and watch like space balls some of the oh, jokes even made in there and stuff yes. you know what i mean like it's it's some. It's just all something changed. And I don't know exactly where, but it, the audience has a voice. The audience has a bullhorn now. They, it, yeah. Like there was a time where people had, wrote angry letters, and you, like we didn't see them. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, right. was, that was a part of it, and I think that's. I think that's fine. I, you know, when people ask me how I felt about like Chappelle's last special, I was like, I'm glad it exists, and I saw what like Hannah Gadsby said in response to it. And I'm glad that exists. And right. Netflix defended it. And I'm glad they did. And then there's employees that were upset and they protest protested it. And I'm glad they did. I'm like, Thanks I'm glad ever. as yeah. long as we live in a country where everybody still has a voice. Th that's all I want. When we start shutting stuff down, I, I everything that's said, I, I hope it sparks a conversation. And, and I don't think we should just be shutting it down. I think we should listen and respond not listen and shut down. Uh, and that's, that's, that's where I stand on, on all of it. Right. And then, you know, uh, if it, it, it'll, and it'll change in 10 years and, you know, it'll evolve to your point. Like, I don't think that we're so not used to having so much access to each other yet. And that's the problem is that no one knows how to navigate that quite yet. They're still fumbling around with it and figuring it out. We're not supposed to. I mean, you're you said you're like a comic book guy when it's like, you know, whenever anybody in X-Men like connects to Cerebro or yes. like an Indiana Jones movie, whenever anybody gets all knowledge or it's like Bruce Almighty when he first gets the powers of God and he hears every prayer or Daredevil gets his superpowers and he can hear everybody in the city. They all lose <laughs> fucking mind. Poor Ben Affleck. They all, they all fucking snap. You're not supposed to take in that much from that many people. We all have to like we all have to like come we have to have our circles and it needs to be smaller than it is we're not meant to hear what everybody in the world is thinking we're not it's 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 snapping no. society. 
Yeah, it's fucking everybody up. Yeah. So, all right, one last, one last question for you guys. This is yeah, the, yeah. the last final question. So we were talking about comic books. What is the, for in your mind, the worst person adaptation? Because you mentioned about Affleck doing Daredevil. The worst <laughs> yeah, actor yeah. adaptation of a superhero, in your opinion. Oh, well, wow. I mean, could like, are we talking real movies or could we go to like Roger Corman, Fantastic Four or what, uh, whatever, like whatever you, you Captain want. America, like, yeah, you, like, hey, you want to go that, that deep, go for it. Like, if, if or uh, <laughs> like, what, what, what do you, th- what's the worst? What, who is the worst? Well, toe, toe, toe for grace, Venom, we mentioned that. that that's oh, up there. God, Eddie Brock. He was a terrible Eddie Brock. He's yeah, that 70 shows guy. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I'll, I blame, but I blame the the, the script on. That. I I think that was, that was Eddie Brock that was written differently. They wanted to mirror Peter Parker in a way. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So you say you saying you're saying Tover Grace. What about you? You know what? I I don't know if that, I can. That's an option. I'm trying to. I'm trying oh, to, you're not done yet. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I might that, be, just yeah. do it out there. Fair I, enough. I fair be, enough. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I don't know if I could say the worst, but I'll tell you this: Toby Maguire is not a great Peter Parker. No. And and I think for a lot of people who didn't know the comics, they love him. And I and I like those first two Sam Raimi movies. It but has the spirit of them. The movies, the movies are kind of funny, but he's not. And Peter Parker is very funny. Is a so funny, funny character, and yeah. that is something that is lost in that performance. And I actually yeah. do not like him as Peter Parker. If I could go yeah. back in time, I would have Michael J. Fox be Peter Parker in yeah. the eight. Like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah in the eight, or in the 90s, it was like James Cameron was supposed to be making it with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. What? As Peter Parker. Yeah, no. like that was the rumor no, no, in the no. 90s. Oh, yeah. No yeah. way, man. That, no. was the way that didn't happen. That would have been bad. <laughs> he's, suppo- um, he's supposed to be funny. So that's, yeah, definitely not a popular opinion. And I don't dislike those movies, but I'm going to say that's, 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 poor you say, I'm, not, you- I'm not laying down. Jared, Jared, Jared Leto Joker. Oh, yeah. That was that's, that's that's terrible. That was really bad. That's that was terrible. <laughs> it, it literally, I don't it. The teeth, the ha ha. I mean, yeah, like, oh, yeah, like it's so on, on the oh, nose. Ha ha written on his Christ. head. Like you're so stupid. It's terrible. That, that, that was bad. Um, and I have no problem with the Joker being like a gangster. You want to go that route, whatever. But like. Yeah, the whole fucking tattoo Kid Rock thing, like oh, man, just rough. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, thank man, you. I, I I probably would stay with D, with DC, and man, I, I didn't like. Uh, well, I didn't like either of these. I didn't like Clooney as Batman, and or Val I Kilmer or Val Kilmer as Batman. They were both. Val yeah. Kilmer was bad. What's his name? Bill Finger. Bill not F- Bill Finger. The other one. Uh. Uh, Bob Kane. Oh, Bob Kane. That, yeah, yeah, he Bob said Kane. that. Um, uh, Val Kilmer's Bruce Wayne was exactly how he imagined him. Really, like was his favorite version. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Look it up. Some kind of weird That's article crazy. I remember reading. No, like, man, ever go stiff performer. Oh, just yeah. not good. And I, I like Val Kilmer generally. I like most things. I like him in like tombs. Him playing Doc Holliday in Tombstone is maybe one of my favorite performances of anybody ever. Fucking yeah. a, yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, gentlemen, wait, real quick right, before you wrap, I'm yes, sorry. Good, go no, 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 please. I'm, then I'm give me, go, give me, going. give me your favorite Batman. Then, oh damn, 
man, it's it's kind of a toss up between um, you. You opened up this can. Right? I did. I did. Um, it's probably a t- it's probably a, a, a tie between. Are we talking movie Batman? Or are we talking like even going back to? Yeah, let's Adam keep West. it a movie. Yeah, okay. like yeah, not gonna go to like. So then I, Adam I would West, say Kevin Conroy. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, I would say um, probably uh, it's like Keaton and uh, and Bale. Like they're dude. I, I feel yeah, like, yeah. I'm with you on that yeah. too. They're, I, maybe yeah. I, maybe Bale over Keaton just because he was more physically like Batman. I would think like Keaton was kind of. He's a smaller guy. It's kind of why. Yeah, he's Keaton. Yeah. The 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 the, the, the one that's coming out. I'm really not the excited. flashpoint thing. I, no, you're not excited. I'll tell you why. The, the one that the one that's coming, not the flashpoint, the the uh, the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Oh, well. Rob Pattinson. Yeah, I'm not that excited. They're, about They're jamming too many. This is a the clear cut sign that you're fucking up a superhero movie. You're and the Batman movie in particular. You're putting too many villains. Penguin, in it. Penguin, Riddler, they, they, Catwoman. They showed, they showed the Joker. Fuck, fucking no. I swear to God, one of the the, the, the previews they saw. You see uh, uh, one of the, uh, the the one of those things go up, like a divider go up, and he's sitting in there. It's Joaquin Phoenix in in uh, in orange jumpsuit. They're fucking putting him in there too. Wow, I th- I thought he was kind of doing that movie like separate, like that was yeah, like this was a so separate thing. This is like I just saw driver. it. I was like, no, no, wow, no, yeah. No, That's and I, and like he, Robert Pattinson, like I just see the twinkly vampire from Twilight, and I, I can't. No, you know what? I once fell down that road. But watch the fucking lighthouse. I heard about that movie. Yo, yeah. the white the lighthouse is dope. It's directed by, uh, written, directed by the the feller who did uh, the witch. You ever see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that fuck. It's intense like that. It's okay, so yo, the whole movie's Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. They're oh, two guys stuck right. together in a lighthouse, and the storm's so bad the relief boat can't pick them up, and they slowly go. Fucking nuts. nuts. Willem Dafoe just can't stop farting throughout the whole movie. It's like fucking crazy, <laughs> but it's not a comedy at all. It's like nuts. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I told you not to eat the jalapeno burger before you got into this little house. God damn it. Old burgers. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to go watch that movie. That sounds that sounds pretty great, and I love Willem Dafoe. Oh, well, I'm telling you, it's a home run. Watch it. Yeah, I, I just totally, yeah, I totally recommend. Hard to take, he's hard to take I liked it. All right. Well, fair enough. I just Robert Pattinson is Batman again. I don't know. Stink. I don't know, man. Stink. I, stink. I don't know. Stink. If he, stunk. And I'm, I'm guessing you guys didn't like Affleck as Batman either. I'm not a fan. He, no. He's not. He doesn't pull it off. He's a damn good Bruce Wayne a la Batman the animated series. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. totally looks like that chunk of beef. Yeah. But like as for his Batman, it just it just doesn't work for me. Not for yes. you either. Yeah. No. No. Nope. So what do we learn today? There's only a couple of good Batmans, and um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally a couple. Yeah, and and you guys um, at some point um, burst into each other's hole. I think you said, or which break? Yes, oh, I bro- broke his hole. You broke yeah. his hole. We broke each other's holes. Yeah, you well, broke my hole. Oh, okay, well that's good. Yeah, I like I like that you clarified. Like, hey, I wasn't the only one getting the hole broken. He got that. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> there was a receipt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got me to open up more, and I think I got him to rein it in a little bit. That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's right. So you were more of the gentle lover. He was. <laughs> he, he tightened my hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. You guys are amazing. Um, thank you so much for being. So first of all, everyone, great time. Uh, we have we have uh, super live adventure. Uh, Impractical Jokers. Uh, I didn't even get to ask you about Fetal Fury. I don't know what the hell that is, but I saw that on your IMDb. 
What the <laughs> hell is that? I sorry, I'm gonna take, do another five minutes on Feudal Fury before we go. Uh, I think it's it's so funny that it's I on IMDb. It's so it's a, good. It's I do my research before I get so a guest. <laughs> so there there was a there's a bit where they're um where the guys are trying to give away tickets to something that they have, a show that they can't go see. And one of the things that I wrote on the show was Fetal Fury. And um, and then I kind of wrote a description of this movie. And then on a Practical Joker's after party, that's mm-hmm. like the after show that Joey Fatone. Oh, yeah, right. Yes, yes. Sometimes they do little bits and sketches and the creative team behind that. Uh, Megan Rico um, really kind of pushed for it to happen. Um, a, a bunch of people. I don't want to name uh, names because I'll, I'll forget right. somebody, but they produced a short trailer for what fetal fury Fury is like a it's like a very like trauma-esque well it it looks it looked like that i was like is there a horror movie that i missed i love horror movies i'm like what's up with fetal fury (laughs) the trailer kills me and the one that made the the show actually got cut down a little bit the full trailer it's one of my favorite things i ever did as part of the jokers it's like very very obscure but like uh, Megan Rico's in it. Kim Congdon is in it. Very I love funny. Kim. She's and so funny. He's the one like in labor. And it's like, yeah, it's basically this like fetus kind of sneaks out in the middle of the night and goes to kill um, her. Like it's, it's father. Like, who okay. not? <laughs> Louis J. Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite things we ever did. Yeah. It's, it's That's awesome. Story, is, is it out it's, there? Can I see it? So could we, you look at this trailer somewhere? I could. I think you, you know, can you, if you if you look for Fetal Fury on YouTube or something, you might be able to find it. Yeah. All right. Everyone go check out Fetal Fury because that, that sounds hilarious. A <laughs> super live adventure. All the domies got to go check out that. Um, oh, yeah. And and uh, and Practical Jokers, obviously, um, you guys are fucking fantastic. I'm Dang. actually there's only there's sometimes where every guest we've had on the show has been great. And you two have been uh, no different. Awesome guests. The only thing that makes this really great for me is that Kevin missed it. All of it. <laughs> and I get to now rub it in his face. <laughs> and he just beat me for the last playoff spot in fantasy football. So guess what, Kevin? Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, you suck it, man. Congratulations. Man, take that, you yeah, bastard. You suck it. Yeah. <laughs> and happy. And I hope your baby uh, shits up his back and gets it on your pillow. <laughs> All right. Give that baby some Taco Bell. (laughs) Chili cheeseburgers for everyone. You sneak it in there when he's not looking. diapers from checkers. That's right. (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everybody.